Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to Pan Geekery Podcast, a weekly live video podcast celebrating all things geek from an all diverse perspective. And we talk about film, TV, video games, all the good stuff covering all the nooks and crannies of fandom. My name is Earl Balon. I'm an actor improviser based in Los Angeles, California. And uh, my favorite uh, geek themed food is um, uh, Otic Spiced Potatoes from Dragonlance. <laughs> oh my God, that's an actual food. Well, I mean, yeah, there it's it it occurs in the novels, and people have uh, turned it into a recipe. Okay, nice. Okay, cool. Oh, I think I have mine. Um, hi, I'm Jennifer Zhang, and um, I'm an actor, writer, um, artist, person, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite geeky food that I haven't even tried yet is Sea Monster Pizza, based on Transistor, the game. Oh, nice! Oh, seafood on a pizza. Right. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's I called the Sea Monster. That. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey guys, my name is Caitlin Fay. I'm a writer, a director, an actor, and a singer. And my favorite geeky themed food. Um, well, uh, I used to go to Starbucks around holiday season and ask for their special, uh, what's that drink in Harry Potter that they all drink? Um, butterbeer. Butterbeer. But for their special butterbeer recipe. Uh, and they usually looked at me like I was crazy, and then I'd have to show them the recipe on my phone. Oh, nice. uh, either that or some variation of Sansa's lemon cakes from Game of Thrones. Oh um, my god! Usually oh, those, those are those. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that like Ralph DeGallo made. Yeah. Oh my amazing. god! Yeah. <laughs> Ralph, shout out to I'm Ralph. I'm still dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey guys, I'm Walter. I'm an editor, camera guy, and uh, my favorite geek food. I would. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, that the Sansa lemon cake, hey, and yeah. uh, I would like to try butterbeer someday. It's really good. Yeah, you just don't want to be Caitlyn. No, no the, the Starbucks one. There's I a real one. I am Caitlyn. He's like Natalie Dormer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know. He just like puts the I'm, chairs off his face and he's like Natalie Dormer. Universal are actually not bad. <laughs> Caitlyn's just gonna absorb me. <laughs> Penny dreadful inside jokes. I know. We'll talk about that later. Later. We'll talk about it soon. (laughs) Preview. We are still social distancing like everybody else. Um, But uh, we did take a break last week. So thank you for everybody for uh, being coming back. Uh, We just need a little breather, but we're back with a vengeance. So uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. we're going to get back to our regular schedule, which includes streaming over the course of the um, the week. Uh, we're going to have streams Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, which align with basically what we were doing before. So do check out our Twitch channel. Um, everybody in the chat, what's up? So far, I see Angfernal, um, SJPABRs, uh, Jim Chronic. Thanks uh, for being in chat so far. Um, do hit us up. We will uh, get your questions. And finally, we do have a Discord server now up. So we'll be posting that info uh, pretty soon. As far as today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few things. First, we have a special guest today, Mr. Jason Patrick Gallit. Um, also affectionately known as uh, JPG. I'm going to call him JPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're JPEG. going to be talking about JPEG, yes. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, episode three. Um, a little bit about Unreal 5 and the PS5 demo that has been floating around this past week. Um, Animal Crossing talk shows. And finally, Ghosts of Ghost of Tsushima. Because uh, uh, I was like, ghosts? Multiple ghosts? Uh, ghost. Uh, ghost of Tsushima. Um, because that trailer dropped this week. Without further ado. Adieu. What's up? What's up, JPG? Woo! Can't hear him. Oh, actually, there he is. is. Okay, cool. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, what's up? Hi. Uh, Everybody, this is uh, JPG. Um, He he currently uh, runs a um, a geek podcast called In Quest of Geek, um, and was uh, the host and CEO of the Geek Say What Network. Um, That's how I know him. So, uh, <laughs> what, what are you what are you doing these days, JPG? Uh, so, uh, no, I mean you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I am I am the former CEO of the Geek uh, the Geek Day <laughs> Network, and oh um, I am one of the co-hosts for Inquest of Geek. Um, it's a multi-platform production that does uh, weekly podcasts, Twitch streams, and um, we're about to, and hopefully this happens in the next couple months. We're going to be releasing uh, our very first actual play RPG. Oh my nice. god. Wow. So cool. So yeah, JPG is also an RPG geek. 
we've, we've I, talked about yeah. this many times. So. Yes, nice. yeah. If um, comics and like comic books is definitely my forte, and then really? my second very close one is going to be tabletop. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh, okay. I think you're a geek, sir. A yeah. little bit. You might yeah. be a little Safe geeky. to say. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike us, you know. We're just normies. Can I just sound like a terminal? (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, like, I totally understand. I I just watched the community uh, Dungeons and Dragons episode. (laughs) So I totally understand it now. I think I can, I'm a little more prepared to play with if I can join you guys next time you guys play. I think I'm a little more prepared. Oh, <laughs> I, right. I get it now. <laughs> cool. We'll talk about it. He understands everything about Dungeons um, Dragons now. Uh, that is a perfect uh, little bit of D and D, though. It, it's represented well in, in that in that episode. Um, but it, Jason, that feels weird for me to call you Jason. Jason I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, weird. Um, thanks for being here. Um, so, what, what made you start? What made you get into podcasting? Uh, so, um, I'm really glad that I'm speaking about this on an all diverse, uh, show, uh, yeah, but, bro. uh, I specifically got into podcasting because, uh, I wanted to make sure that my type of voice was heard, uh, but also not give people the benefit of, oh, I can physically see that you're a Filipino American as an Asian American. Uh, so I'm not going to give you the time of day. Uh, right. So uh, I made sure to do podcasting specifically because then I could seduce through my voice uh, and, then, <laughs> and then they had to listen to me at that point. Right. Uh, well, so why, uh, what made you think about starting the network, first of all? I mean, like, Ooh. that's a pretty big undertaking. The network was was always about, uh, um, uh, I guess, like, um, like com- getting and completing goals, right? Like, right. so uh, the people who started the network with me are um, are Alex, uh, who's one of the other co-hosts on Inquest of Geek, and Cole, who's the other co-host in, in, in Quest of Geek as well. And uh, we always focused on three things. Uh, we Alex always focused on introduction, getting people into geek culture itself, right? right? Uh, Cole always focused on entertainment, uh, like, you know, making sure that this is fun for people. And then I always focused on inclusivity. Um, how can we make sure that the space that we're creating is welcoming and educational? Uh, so, uh, so we based the network off of that and every show that we had on the network, um, which all, all of our shows have definitely gone on to, uh, to lead uh, much better lives without being under the network. Wow! Oh, really? um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they—it um, was incredible to get to work with uh, with so many talented, passionate people. Because at the end of the day, uh, I mean, I I'm not getting paid for this, uh, right. but I want to make sure that um, when my voice gets out there, it inspires somebody else to put their voice out there also. Absolutely. I mean, you guys had a, a good number of podcasts, and they were like growing every yeah. day. Yeah, I think we had fourteen thousand at one point. So wow. fourteen thousand podcasts. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't remember all those <laughs> podcasts. No, we, podcasts. I was about we to were, fact check you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were. <laughs> we had uh, oh goodness, um, like at, at the very height of it, we uh, I was I was uh, producing seven shows. Right. Uh, wow. Yeah. So that was, uh, and some of them were releasing weekly. Some of them were releasing biweekly. Um, it was so much fun. Also very tiring. Um, right. Missed a lot of date nights. Uh, <laughs> oh. That that my wife did not appreciate. But uh, I'm very lucky because I get to speak with her on Inquest of Geek as well. So. Right. That was a, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Oh, seven podcasts. Yeah. That's. I think I you just shaved a decade off your life, man. I That's know, it. Yeah. I do I, one I, movie and I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. They're only wow. seven days a week. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Yeah. I'm I'm only 13 years old. Right. <laughs> okay. JPG's yeah. not even uh, legal yet. Yeah. So like, this oh, whole breaking thing, it's bad. Yeah. We're yeah. breaking many laws. Yeah. You poor kid. Wait, so how did you arrive at the name JPG? I know you have like in, a story behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, okay. So, we we tried to 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 vary our horizons when we started this podcast, and um, and this is when it was Geek Say What, and then it turned into the network, and now it's in Quest of Geek. But um, when we were Geek Say What, the very very first iteration, um, mm-hmm. it was this whole thing where I was going to be sending out emails because I was the English major. Uh, and, Me too. Um, all right. Caitlin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, what basically happened was I kept Bio. applying to be on uh, to to be on panels and at conventions and things like that as well. 
And uh, I, I just wasn't getting any sort of hits back, right? Mm-hmm. And so Alex and I were talking about it, and she's like, well, you know, one of the things may be that our names might be a little bit too ethnic. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So Alex, before we got married, her last name was Lieberman. Uh, and my wife is Jewish, and you know I'm 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 obviously Filipino, especially from the name, because uh, and uh, because what? I go by my initials. Uh, but <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, I mean, Gallet's not an old Jewish name. Gallatman. <laughs> Gallatman. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, she. Alex definitely tried to push for that when when we got married. Oh, like she said that too. Together. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, I just made that yep. up. Gallatberg. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Stein. <laughs> Sorry. So okay. what happened was I just, I, I was thinking about people, uh, especially, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to say this on air, but especially white people who <gasps> were very like, were very non-threatening and, uh, and like fun loving and things like that too. And I, um, I thought about Neil Patrick Harris and he goes by his initials. NPH, yeah. So I started going by my initials and I immediately started getting hits. What? And it's true. When, it's so yeah. true. And then when we started going to these conventions, everybody thought that Cole, who's our third co-host, was me. JPG. <gasps> OMG! Wow. He's, he's, he's a six and a half foot, very handsome, like white facing man. And uh, and everybody just kept thinking and like, oh, this is the guy that we've been in contact with. And actually oh it's me, God. right? Yeah. So uh, I, I go by both names now, but for a, a very strict few years, I only went by JPG, and that's specifically wow. because of it. Do, do you feel like you sold out any, in any way? Because <laughs> I feel like because I go by my middle name, not my last name, because it, it, people couldn't pronounce it, and I I was also getting kind of like you know stereotyped as a foreigner, mm-hmm. and then when I went by my middle name, that problem didn't seem to be as apparent. I think. I one hundred percent know that I sold out by using yeah. my initials. I, I and and I, and I own up to that, and and I say that, be, and I say that so freely, um, because uh, especially as like disenfranchised people in in this culture, we have to just get in and then just right. prove to everybody that that's true. Do it, right? That's true. That's yeah. Well, the true. thing is, like, it, it absolutely makes sense. I mean, there have been studies where people like with more ethnic sounding names do not get as many hits on oh. a resume. Yeah. And and I, mean, I I've been fortunate that like my name is kind of ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Earl Balon, where is that from? Yeah, oh man, I, I've mm-hmm. seen the disappointment in people's faces when they call yeah. my name and then I walk up. Yeah, that's me. Oh yeah. my hey, god, <laughs> talent. That's right. And yeah. Walter is like the whitest sounding yeah. name. I know Earl. Earl <laughs> fucking Balon. Earl. That's true. <laughs> and it's but... Walter. They're either expecting an old white guy yeah, or uh, some black guy. It's, like, it's one of those two. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Yeah, but, but with, uh, yeah, with, with JPG though, you don't know what what to expect. At right, and right. I think, true. Wow. Uh, now you know the as, as the years pass, I think I think especially these places are getting more and more uh, uh, inclusive, and I don't have to use those names anymore. Right, and, and so mm-hmm. I, now I switch back, and I'm not I'm not as uh, as strict about following JPG. A lot of people just mm-hmm. call me Jason at conventions and things like that too, mm-hmm. which I'm completely okay with. It, it's more so that, like, you know, most people call me JPG now. Right. Gotcha. It's, hard, it's hard to switch over. Oh, yeah, I get it, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, so um, uh, I've always meant to ask this, like, what, what made you come up with the name? Why Geeks Say What initially back in the day? It was a, a, a <laughs> <laughs> it was a split of the three things that we wanted to, to, to get across on the show. Right. Um, so geek was my piece. I wanted to talk about nerdy stuff. Um, say was uh, was Cole's piece because he wanted this to be like a really good talk show. And then right. what was Alex's piece because what the hell are we talking about right now? <laughs> uh, and that's that's okay. exactly how we created the name for it too. Right. Oh, that's right, great, right. Nice. Um, how's Ooh, life yeah. been since uh, graduate? I mean, since transitioning from like from running a freaking network to um you know running inquest uh so a lot more date nights uh which right. which alex really likes um <laughs> my uh, my personal life is definitely quite a little bit and slowed down as well nice. but also at the same time like we we went from going uh, we went from getting you know a few thousand downloads every week uh and uh to i'm just going to scrap this entire project and start over 
Right. We didn't move over RSS feeds. We didn't do any of that stuff. And it was more so to make sure that we could, uh, we wanted to, to, to show our audience that like we wanted to build something from the ground up again um, because we didn't want to rely on people who might have been a little bit more used to the Geek Say What Network brand. Right. Uh, so when we came to Quest uh, or in Quest of Geek, uh, we wanted to make sure that we were doing something different and a little bit more multi-platform as well. We wanted to hit as many people as possible in as many different places. So now we do Twitch streams, which I'm awful at video games. <laughs> uh, and now I get to pursue uh, some, some, uh, some improvisational stories with actual play RPGs, which, right. I mean, you know, I, I, I sit around this round table of, of incredibly talented people uh, and I'm very, like, I'm just hoping you guys don't ask me questions about, like, acting and storytelling. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> just yeah. you wait. Right, right. Just you wait. It's, it's on the docket. Yeah. Oh, All right. oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think of sense memory? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Stanislavski's micro expression? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, right, right. Meisner technique. Meisner. I learned about Meisner, yes yeah. and today. You today, like today, today, today on the clock? No, Earl oh, was okay. actually <laughs> Earl was on our intro to improv episode when we were still doing right. one of our older shows. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. I've I've known Earl for a while now. I am I am privileged to get to be uh, <laughs> to get to be one of Earl's friends. So uh, yeah, nice. Shucks, man. I've literally been. These guys have had me on like every show. I've I've been on. I've been on Geek, yeah, I've been on Geek KO. Uh-huh. I've been on um, Ready, Set, Geek. Mm-hmm. I've been on Geek Offensive. Mm-hmm. I've been on Diverse Geeks on, in Focus. Mm-hmm. And been, you were on our panel as well for when we did- uh, Comic-Con, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We were there, me and we Kayla were there. there. Yeah. Kayla well, was on a panel. You've basically yeah. been a co-host for their show. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been abusing yeah. you for years. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. It's all right, abuse me. Yeah. Oh, hey. Please, guys. <laughs> PG, keep it PG. Keep it PG. JPG. <laughs> keep it PG for JPG. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But JPG. On PG. Um, Sorry. On, oh my God. We need to stop this madness now. I'm going to death by pen myself right now. Um, <laughs> so you've been to so many cons. Like, is there. I'm sure like when you're on a panel, there are so many people like pounding you with questions, but is there like a particular question that you've been asked that still stumps you to this day? Oh, acting uh, techniques. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and I had. Peace. Um, so after, so Earl actually did a panel with me, um, which was uh, Filipino voices in, in geek culture. Right, and um, and we did this through uh, Diverse Geeks in Focus, which was one of our shows on, uh, under the network. And um, I had this very very sweet a young woman uh, ask me. She's probably about like eight or nine years old. Oh my Filipino, god, Filipino, yeah, Filipino a, girl as well, girl. An eight yeah. or nine years old. Not yeah. a woman. Like, Sorry, girl. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Not word girl always. Woman. Woman. <laughs> it's a man. No, no, that's a girl. <laughs> this young girl, you know, she. Um, her mom introduces herself, uh, like herself to me, and she's like, "Oh, my daughter had a question, but she was so, so, like, she was just really nervous to ask in front of everyone." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Right. And um, the question that she asked me was, "Was what do you do um, when you get bullied and you like oh, this my stuff?" God. And they they point out that you like this stuff because you're Asian. Right. Oh and, shit! Because um, like she was, uh, it's okay. Like she was talking about how much she loves. Um, so like my fucking shit. Wait, sorry. She likes what? She was she was talking about like how much she loved like my hero academia and, and I knew it. Hero. Like that, right? yeah, I was ashamed too. Yeah, yeah. I, I never talked about anime growing up because I didn't want people to look at me like I was crazy. <laughs> that's what they would have done. Uh, I I I gave her like just the softest answer I possibly could without, you know, giving my, right. my, my opinion for this, my, my true opinion for this now is um, you kind of just got to go through it, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to, sometimes you can go around it. Sometimes you can, you can avoid it, but sometimes you're going to have to go through it, right? Uh, sometimes the quickest, the quickest way, like, um, like from, from point A to B, point B is just that straight line, it's a straight right? straight line. Yeah. yeah so, so own up. Right. Yeah. Own up to your geekiness. Own up to the bullying. Well, nobody's gonna. N- 
like you might remember it and nobody else is going to remember it and, and you're going to kick butt in life anyway yeah right Can, i'm just curious with my co-host what would your answer be if that question came to you i was thinking the same thing who pointed at me or yeah or that little girl asked you that question yeah, yeah okay. all of you guys what's your question I, I, so, I think I have like somewhat of an answer. Okay, here, oh, JPG will ask it again. He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll ask the okay, question he'll, again. He'll ask yeah. But pretend okay. to be the little girl. You'll you be have the 13th. Here, it's your acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. Right here, dude. I'm okay, a young right, woman. Right. This is your audition. So, okay, here we go. Yes, and. and don't creep me out, please. So, so I'm a, I'm a young, I'm a young little girl. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. And I'm asking. It's you. really good acting right now. Yeah. Where'd JPG go? That's great. <laughs> oh my God, he's oh so my, short right now. Oh my, oh my God. God. No, no, no. It's Daniel Day Lewis playing. That little girl right there. You had a, you had a question. Christ. You had a yeah. question. Yeah. Okay. How do yeah, What's your question? How do you deal with mm-hmm. bullying? Oh. If you're an Asian kid and they tell you you only like it because you're Asian. I know. Oh my God, Caitlin totally so wins. So I Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. So well, hard. I would say, first of all, I'm really proud of you for asking that question. I myself was bullied uh, for most of my childhood, um, but I admire your strength in acknowledging that you love geeky things. And I'm going to tell you that it is going to be so cool when you grow up. All these people are going to regret shaming you for that. Because every single big thing you see in the media is going to be highlighting everything you love today. So you keep on doing you. Right. I'm tearing up. No, I was going to say, I would cry. I'm going to be proud of you. Yeah, I would cry. Anyway, I would cry. I'm like I already crying. I would cry, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yay! That's what I hey, Earl. That was an What's incredible up? answer. Wow. What's your answer? I, I would say something to this, uh, like along the same lines that like, I know it sucks right now, but um in due time you're going to be like the awesomest one out of everybody exactly <laughs> Kaylin. oh sorry go ahead Earl. well no that's no, cool go ahead Kaylin. uh piggybacking off of what jen said as someone who's also mercilessly bullied for years and years growing up um there's a few things here at play my young padawan First things first, things that used to be considered geeky as hell are considered super cool and normy now. So Yabu shucks to these people who are trying to make you feel bad for being passionate about something that you really like. Um, that just goes to show their own insecurity and their own limitations of their own brains, okay? So I know that's not gonna help you because you won't be able to tell that to them. Um, but what you can do is tell the teacher that they're bullying you. <laughs> oh, good one, good one, you know good I mean? one. Yeah, act on it. Yes, you should be able to report these things without fear of sh- without fear of being ostracized or fear of being punished. Mm-hmm. Because this is not the kind of educational environment our our country is trying to give our children. And you should be the one to uphold that for yourself and for others like you. Ooh, totally. Ooh, snaps. Ooh, yeah. all right. Snaps. I like that. I like that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. chance, do you have an answer? Uh, my answer would be like. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with my co-host that they, uh, you know, it's the, in the long term, these are, it's going to be a popular thing. But to ver- to help you at the very moment that these bullies are bullying you, you just punch them in the throat. Um, <laughs> and hey, then you tell them. Would say says that. the guy who knows Muay Thai. I mean, <laughs> you just punch them in the throat yeah. and then you tell them, like, I learned that from One Punch Man. So <laughs> now, boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would know Saitama it too Sensei. if you watched it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saitama Sensei says, punch know. your face. If you watched anime, you would have seen it. Then you would know. Yeah, you would have seen it coming. <laughs> she would have dodged it. <laughs> right. See, what you do is you, you, you henshin into your super form. And, and then, then you punch them. And then you Naruto run the fuck away. Yeah, yeah, fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> See, they would know. They would fucking know, but they don't watch it because they're lame. So that's yeah. that's what they get. <laughs> punch them in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, JPG. That was funny. Um, uh, what... Uh, in terms of in quest for geek, what, what do you what do you want to bring in, or just what what is your goal with podcasting in general, really? Because I know we talk, we've talked about this. Yeah, a few times. Uh, I think um, and this is. Uh, I always feel really silly saying this, but uh, I, I think never. People, <laughs> I think I think sometimes people get into putting out a form of entertainment like. Twitch streaming, like podcasting, like um, like vidcasting, things like that, right? Like I think people get into it for a lot of the wrong reasons. 
sometimes. Right. I think they're here to like, oh, well, we're going to get sponsors and then this is going to blow up and we're going to have thousands of viewers, right? Um, I truly believe that if I never earned a dime off of this, I would do this for the rest of my life and be happy. Aww. And and I think guys, we gotta stop. We gotta. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't got this, guys. <laughs> um, right. Tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> gotta stop. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Ego's Help. <laughs> I, but I mean, I, I really, I, I believe in this medium, right? I believe in the medium that when you see somebody who you perceive as like not a celebrity, not somebody up on a pedestal that you place them, uh, that you that you place them on, right? And then you get to hear them, and they feel and they think the same things that you feel and think. Also, it it, it creates like that little like light, right? And that light just gets just gets a burn brighter and brighter until they put their voice out there until they're right. able to help in the same exact way. Uh, so yeah, no, I I absolutely love doing this. Um, uh, even though I hate the sound of my own voice, but that's <laughs> you got a Dude, great voice, man. Yeah, thank I, you. I think we all hate. I can't stand my fucking voice. So you know, <laughs> it's it's just one of those things where like it's like scientifically proven that you right. can't stand your mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, it's because it's so different from like what it. I don't know about you guys. It sounds like your head is yeah. Your skull yeah is yeah. modifying yeah, the sound. It resonates, yeah. Yeah. resonates different. Oh yeah, like I I make it a point to uh, like God bless God bless my team because like I make it a point to not ever listen to the podcast like before it's edited oh because right. i'm like oh wow i'm an idiot right <laughs> like, that's fair dude yeah yeah but yeah i mean and and I, i'm sure you guys get this also but like everybody brings their their own sorts of strengths and their some their own sorts of uh, uh like really great things to the table when it comes to building a project like this right like right. i i am awful anything that has to do with like electricity pumping through it and microchips i cannot <laughs> do it, right like uh um shout out and if i can shout out to rodney uh that's like handling all of this right now too because uh, yeah because yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah, we because we talk all the time about the stuff and i i and half of the time that rodney talks i can't understand anything that he's saying oh no i don't understand this but i'm the one that handles the business side right so i handle all the emails i handle all their scheduling um a lot of our uh like professional talks i guess that i'm the one who who usually handles that sort of stuff cool very cool uh, well awesome. you know we haven't talked about your geeky side yet not really so what what was your first fandom if you remember it oh lord uh um i learned how to read english uh nice through comic- i know that through yes. what uh comic through books. comic books yeah i learned oh. to read english, yeah. um, which was I, your favorite Oh God! Uh, I mean, like Ooh, you can't question. beat '90s X-Men. Oh Whoa. man! Uh, right? You, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Have you listened to? Um, uh, I forgot. It's uh, Jay and uh, something uh, talk about the X-Men. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Such okay. a good podcast. Yeah, it's like '90s X-Men. You cannot beat, right? Um, things like uh, like TV shows like Power Rangers really had a big impact on me as well. Uh, the Red Ranger's name was Jason, and he was later. Right. Oh, and, uh, he was. Yeah. That, that has dictated my life a lot more than it should have. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, um, well, thank God it was that, not Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I didn't think of, wait, Jason, Friday the 13th, Jason. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. And, I mean, yeah, really, it was mostly comic books growing up that really got me into, that just got me into this whole genre in general right? what was your favorite like x-men storyline of the 90s or oh, even like Lord, top issue dude. if you can think executioner's of. song uh really, i that. really enjoyed the onslaught saga from the mid that was a good one man um so that was yeah. where um the avengers the x-men like all like everybody got together in order to fight one big bad onslaught yeah, and that was really one of the 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 largest like a uh, um, crossovers to date at that point. Also, right. which yeah. now like they kind of whenever people do these crossovers like Avengers Endgame and things like that as well, they definitely um, owe a lot to comics like that from the nineties. Hmm. Well, gotcha. yeah, I mean that, and Se- I mean Secret Wars also is kind of like Secret Wars from the eighties as well, right? But, um, All yeah, the Infinity I, stuff, I guess. You know? Yeah, the Infinity Wars, well. 
Um, uh, but then like, you know, that started to take that darker tone of the eighties where as opposed to in the nineties um, uh, and, and getting towards the early two thousands, like the, we really had a really great light tone for about 10 years. We and did. then it got Mine like just like jovial kind of yeah and then we got like all like the leather x-men <laughs> of like the 2000s and i was like oh this this better not awaken anything in me did it you know what, what really started that i feel like was blade you know oh yeah oh, okay the, oh, yeah, the 1997 yeah, blade movie yeah oh god fred fraser one says dark phoenix saga Dark Phoenix, uh, that's classic. That's, I'll give uh, that to as well. That's late yeah. 80s, though, right? That's yeah. 80s, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the podcast I brought up earlier is called Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. It's mm. fantastic. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah. Did you... I think, oh, oh, go ahead, Jen. I was just going to say, uh, did you watch the animated series for oh, X-Men? Oh, yeah. I definitely identify as a straight male, um, but man, Gambit was putting out something... I've always Gambit? had a thing for Gambit. Oh, God. Always had a thing for Gambit. I think, that's, the, I think that's Gambit's shtick, though. Is yeah. That right. He's he just so smooth things. and sexy. Putting out Confused. something, right? I, I also yeah. like just have a thing for like the, the stoic Boy Scout leaders. So like Cyclops is kind of doing something <laughs> too, you know? The stoic God. Boy Scout leader. Stoic Boy Scout leader. Yeah. Have you read Dragonlance? I'm just kidding. Oh, I, have you watched Moonrise Kingdom? Please. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I think the, when uh, the lead up to X-Men 275 and like the introduction of like Bishop and how they're like that storyline right. leading up to 275, I thought that was a, a great run too. One of the, Jim Lee. Yeah. One of the greatest tragedies is Bishop is not Filipino. Yeah, he was yeah. supposed to be. He was yeah. supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. You mean the uh, in the comic books he is, but in yeah. the... No, 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 no. Yeah. When Wills Pertasio pitched him, and this was uh-huh. told to us uh, um, through story, and he's talked right. about this, but like he pitched mm-hmm. it to Marvel, and the editors, I believe, and Rodney, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, the editors was like, no one's going to know what a Filipino is. <laughs> Oh, and I, like, and the whole thought process was like, have you ever been to a hospital? Yeah, like, really sad. So Will really sad. Went and created his own very Filipino uh, wetworks. So like, yes, and yeah. that was Grail, who is the first uh, a, uh, Filipino uh, superhero in American mainstream comics. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, 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 so yeah. like, we did have like people like Daria yeah, back Kali in the day. Sticks, too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Man. That's great. That's really sad. Uh, that's yeah, <laughs> that's sad. really well. Sad. I mean, that's why he, he Bishop sort of looks like that. I mean, I guess he could still be a dark, he could still be Filipino. <laughs> Look at it. If you, just, yeah, if you want to argue it, yeah. <laughs> well, one of the great pieces too, in like in in like in X Men comics, especially when you're drawing Bishop as well, is a lot of artists know that history, so they mm. tend to draw uh, to draw Bishop a little bit more uh, um, like islandery. Mm. Right now, oh. uh, uh, in certain points and everything too. So, mm. uh, Islandry, like yeah, like, Islandry. Uh, Lighter. Like, like Animal Crossing Islandry. Yeah, it's just straight up Tom Nook, right? I know. Just, yeah, Tom Nook carrying the biggest gun you possibly can. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh man, what are you reading now, JPG? Like comic book was. Uh, so I'm actually working through Shattered Grid for the Power Rangers series right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, right, right. I am doing a reread right now of Saga. Uh, nice. Which oh, wow. Badass. Saga? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, it's not over. It, yeah. So I'm doing a, re- a reread. Oh, I was like, what do you mean a reread? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm just starting from volume one again because okay. like, it, it, it doesn't do Saga justice to say that it's the best Romeo and Juliet retelling ever. <laughs> uh, it's it's right. um, it's so much more than that, right? It's it's yeah. this uh, uh, like this comic shouldn't exist. That's how perfect it is. Wow. Uh, and then um, I'm Are you also saying perfection doing... shouldn't exist. Yes. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nothing perfect <laughs> should exist. It's platonic. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess I shouldn't exist. I, know, oh, I guess bye. I should leave. <laughs> Ah! We just Thanosed Every- half of the world, half of this <laughs> yeah. podcast right yeah, now. I know, right? Yeah, just, everybody drops out of this chat. <laughs> like, oh! Turn my camera off right now. <laughs> I just really wanted Walt to be like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> 
Marty, Marty, Mr. Stark. I, I don't Mr. feel Stark. so good. <laughs> good. Oh my gosh. Sorry, JPG, finish your story. Oh no, no, no. That's yeah, that's all I'm reading right now uh at, at this point. Yeah, I try I try to stay up with comics, but it's like, a lot. You have that problem, right? Where like you right. buy you all have to wait. Them, yeah. Yeah. And then and then you you put them on your shelf and you're like, oh I'll get to them. Like eventually, and you just, <laughs> right. you just don't. Right? That and it's hard to keep up with with the, like that many floppies. Like I always, I usually wait for like the omnibus or like uh, the TPB, like mm-hmm. many many years later. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, JPG, uh, let me ask you: Have you have you, are you caught up with Penny Dreadful? I am actually. Oh, well, sweet. Well, okay. Um, uh, now, uh, actually, I, I might have to amend this. Didn't episode four came out? Uh, the, it came out yesterday. Episode three came out yesterday. Episode no, oh, no, four no, 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 was yesterday. Four is yesterday, but we're okay. going to talk about three. Oh, perfect. Okay, so yes, I am caught up for this conversation. Woo! Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, well, that concludes our part uh, of the show where we're talking to JPG. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to move into talking about Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, episode three. Also, thank you for being here, JPG. Oh, thank of you. course. Thank you for having yeah. me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what, what did what did everybody think? Do we want to briefly mm. recap what happened? Yes. Sure. Do you have Do you have a recap for us, Jen? Or do I have a recap? Let's see. Or... Um, so, uh, <laughs> since the last time, um, Santiago's brother uh, was shot in the head by Santiago himself and was in the uh, hospital presumably to, you know, to die. But then somehow mysteriously he survived this wound. And so uh, now we're seeing the brothers dealing with this because the younger brother knows that it was Santiago who fired the gun. Uh, we have the the younger brother telling said brother, I, this is sounding really convoluted right now, uh, but it, he tells is. his brother <laughs> how he basically almost died. And then we also see that Nathan Lane's character, the detective, um, has a run-in with the coroner where he discovers that his friends, uh, fellow detectives, were murdered. Oh, no. No. They were just civilians. Oh, are we, ta- lead- are we talking about yeah. leading up to the episode three? Or are you are you giving a synopsis I on think episode she's three? Talking, she's of giving an episode, episode three of episode three, yeah. 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 And then um, what else did we have? Oh, yeah. And Santiago and Molly go on Little their first date. date. Right. Um, <laughs> 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 All right. And uh, those are the big major big things. Oh, and uh, the younger brother in Santiago's family gets lured into the Pachucos. And they're Pichuco. famous dance halls. And as we, uh, you know, weaving in around all these things is Amanda Dor- uh, Natalie Dormer's character. Uh, Who can apparently change her ethnicity at will. Right. Yeah, alongside her believability as a <laughs> son of a bitch, man. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I think that's uh, going to be the sticking point of every this story. Right. You know, yeah, she is basically I, like <clears throat> conflict in narrative incarnate, which uh, is kind of you know, lazy writing. Kaka. <laughs> anyway, so like, what did what did you all think? What were your first impressions? Did you notice the, the mom? The mom wasn't there this episode. Is she? She was there in the there? back. She was talking. She was talking to uh, Tiago at the uh, at a, at a picnic sure? table. Yeah, in oh. the background while like um, the younger brother and the older brother were talking inside. Oh. But she showed up. Mm-hmm. But okay. she didn't. Yeah, she didn't. She have, didn't they kept no her away. No yeah, she didn't. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. All right, never mind then. Yeah. But JPG, what were your impressions of this? Episode. I'm getting the sneaking suspicion that I'm the only one who's really enjoying this. <laughs> oh, I mean, I feel like up until this episode, yeah. I was, I think Very we all much were enjoying, enjoying it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. This um, was kind of an outlier. Yeah, I agree. Well, let, J, let JPG, yeah, why, why did you like it? Like, what okay, was it? Well, okay, so... Um, <laughs> You don't don't feel like you have to prove anything to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I think I think it more so it appeals to me on a personal level, right? Okay. Like, uh, um, I, I love all the music from this era as well. I'm I'm a Perfect. huge yeah. fan of, of of like the big band era. Like at mine and my wife's wedding, we only played like Sinatra, Dean Martin, like all that sort of stuff, right? right. And uh, I even surprised her with learning how to swing dance. Nice for Aww. our wedding, and um, and so getting to see that like uh, the Pachuco dance scene as well um like uh, okay perfectly choreographed i have a impromptu 
Yeah. Sorry. I always have a problem with dance scenes because I now that I have like traditionally learned right. how to dance and I'm and I'm still terrible at it. Um, <laughs> I was like, no, there's no way that that can happen because right. people it's have crazy. to know those moves. That's what I it. said. That's yeah. never gonna happen. They didn't even try to hide it. Yeah. It was like magical realism. <laughs> I don't know. Different genre. Yeah. It's, uh, um, yeah. Hey, Caitlin, dancers need jobs too, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Then go to La La Land, the sequel, you know, not, this is supposed to be stoked. Even though there's a supernatural element, we still want to believe it's also a realistic world we're living in. So I didn't buy the Pachuco, whatever, dancing. I don't know, the clubs I go to, that's how everyone dances. Everyone's like, choreographed. Like in White Chicks, when the white girls all know how to dance. Everyone's like perfectly choreographed in White Chicks, the movie. When I go to clubs, like Beat Streets, uh, Electric Boogaloos. It's like 80s hip hop video. Everybody only rolls with their own crew that knows every dance move. (laughs) We start battles. Yeah. <laughs> Start battles, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! But you um, liked the episode. Yeah, you liked the episode, JBT. Yeah. So I, I just think I'm, um, like, in the grand scheme of the series itself, I personally think I'm, I, I'm, I'm anticipating enjoying it, right? Right. Um, right. I also like the the scene with Tiago and, Mar- and and Molly as well when they're on the when they're on the pier, right? Um, mm-hmm. I will always, I will always cherish and love any scene where an ethnic man is stealing a white woman. Um, so, Wait a minute. So you like the Whoa, chic? Is that... That, that's Orientalism right there. It's like reverse Orientalism. Orientalism. Basically. Yeah. So like, okay. I will, yeah, sorry. I just, I, I like it because personally in my life, that's what I did. So. Fucking uh, just, just really, looking at Walter. Just, and... I know everybody's looking at Walter. Or not looking at Walter. <laughs> But I thought the scene was very sweet, and then um, I. But I also liked the, the ending of the episode too, where you know you you get to as an as an audience, you get to feel like this emotionally very sweet scene, and then just it's taken away from you in 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 one or two sentences mm-hmm. uh, when when you have um, Nathan Lane and Tiago in in the bar, and he's like, oh yeah, like they were definitely having oh right 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 all right all the information, and mm-hmm. so man, that was it was heartbreaking, right? Because. Mm-hmm. I, I love the unrelentingly good character, right? Tiago is unrelentingly good. Right. And and the only reason why he's why he's having trouble is literally the devil is messing with him. Right? <laughs> Is she the devil though? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know who she You know, this goes, this gets into like an ethical question, like philosophical question really, of like if Magda, if she does not exist in the world, is there even conflict in the world? You know, like, is this a complete utopia? Would earth be a complete utopia without the presence of her in it? Um, I think you know, a question to ask would be without her, could we not still have this level of chaos? You know, because yeah, it I mean, like that's essentially what I'm asking. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, Please, Earl, go ahead. Yeah. I I will say I it was this. What was up with this episode, right? Yeah, yeah. For me, it, it was, was it was episode. just like it just felt like. Because they built, uh, you know, such a grounded, at least for me, they built such a grounded world in the first two episodes, mm, mm. despite the fact that it was it had supernatural elements. Um, and uh, the thing about it, too, is like, you kind of want to know, Magda right now is, is a mystery, as is like Santa Muerte, right? And you kind of want, you, you kind of want to know like a little bit more every week. And this, we just, didn't, we're not getting that. And um it felt like a lot of people uh, in general, a lot of the vignettes were like just super, I don't know. They felt like overblown or like over the top this time around. Like I could, I think I was at several points during this episode, I started quoting dialogue before it happened. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, what, what, what's going on? But um, I don't know. I, I'm still looking forward to the rest of the series. I think this might have been a misstep for me, but um, it's it, it's not totally ruined or anything. I, I agree. I don't think it's that bad, but yep. lost um, some points. Yeah, right. I think Gryffindor. For me, I think for me, I was enjoying Westworld more at the third episode. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am enjoying it, but I am enjoying like just kind of picking it apart. But 
<laughs> but it was it was kind of in, uh, ambiguous to me, like whether or not um, a like you know the Molly character actually did you know sleep with the the Reverend. Yeah. Right, we were talking out about of this. like a personal romance or out of some kind of contrived scheme that her mother her mother uh, was presenting. So yeah, I don't I think put that's that. Oh, go ahead, Earl. Bless. I don't put that. Uh, you? Bless you. I don't put that beyond her mother either. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. I, I yeah. think it's something that she would totally, absolutely do right. if she could. I mean, it's gonna, it's just gonna be one of the two tropes, right? Either the mom's just the one manipulating, or in it just makes, or it looks like you. They want you to think the mom's the bad <laughs> one, but it's really the daughter. Uh, the daughter. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping it's not Molly. <laughs> Yeah, I would like to believe that it's not, but yeah, we're, we're, there's a lot say. of signs yeah. pointing towards the yeah. the one question I have is like when uh, uh what's Dorner what the car- when she changed into like the leather clad Magda Magda yeah. demon whatever yeah. she like mm-hmm. and the window started blowing up yeah. was that like in a it was, was that happening in the real world? Like, was that's what, so. why can't she just do like, that all the time? I don't get it. Like, if like, she's omnipotent and omnipotent, yeah. and why does she yeah. fight for influence? And right? then I didn't see, and I didn't see those people around. I don't, I don't recall seeing them reacting to the exploding windows either. Right. Like, right? What was the point of that? Like. I'm telling you, from the first episode when she started whispering in people's ears, you need to shoot this right. other person, that's when I realized I'm like, she's OP. Because she can already do these things. There's no limitations mm. to her character. Why do we even bother? I don't know. The thing about her right now, and that is kind of really sticking in my craw, is like there are too many questions about her. Mm. And I think what was good about, like when we're talking about magic and like powers, what was good about like something like um, Harry Potter, right? Was that uh-huh. there were that there were ramifications, there were limitations, like yeah. put up yeah. as soon as it, possible. It's, yeah, it's like asking us for our suspension of disbelief to like, it just keeps- It's just like, a little too much asking, now. Yeah, right. it's a like, too I was like much. dude, you gotta, when are you gonna stop this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where does this stop? What do you think, JPG? I think for me, um, uh, I, I'm kind of the resident scaredy cat of, of right. my show. And I tend to <laughs> watch like horror thing or like horror oh. sort mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. So um, this was a lot for me in order to- Really? Like, I'm, just mm-hmm. a big, I'm just a big old scaredy cat, like at this point, right? <laughs> okay. But I think the thing that I don't uh, appreciate about horror on a conceptual level is the ability for the protagonist to fight back. Right, which there is a problem be... in a lot of horror, right? Yeah, yeah. Except for Amnesia: be... The Dark Descent. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the, the game. Yeah, wow. put that in there. Yeah. All right. I, I agree. That's a deep reference. Thank you for that. Wow. Deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah, but I mean, it's it's there is. We don't have like the what I love about Harry Potter is that there is the ability to defend yourself, right? Mm-hmm. In Tiago's case, there's not the ability to defend himself at this point, right? right? Everything is above everybody's um, power, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. We're all at the mercy of these, of these deities. Power levels are so And you know what's crazy is the World War II ends up happening anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So is that the biggest spoiler ever? Or are we gonna go into some kind of alternative reality here? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, We don't have anything at stake in my opinion. Oh, real quick though, I, I was mm-hmm. gonna say like I really love the dance hall scene in us for the sense of like it's just like mm-hmm. how the stories I heard of what a dance hall right was, like, exactly with the suits and it was diverse it, like had like Asians Japanese and I you know right. assuming there's some sweaty bodies in there. yeah what so I will was, say is that ahead. like um and gosh do we have yeah what I will say really quickly is that um honestly I have I have a soft spot for uh for for stories like with pe- uh, about people of color and right now um that's happening in 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 uh city of angels and uh that is like the the strongest point for me um i don't i don't know what they were doing with natalie dormer in that i don't know i don't know how they're going to explain that they away. made her try to speak in this like chicano lingo yeah. and then they p- provided her with this like expository story because she needed to provide it for herself to try to excuse her own lingo her white you know? right. like they called her an albino uh an her, albino dyke this albino dyke yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, i gotta oh, look up sorry the oh, with that. 
Hispanic community and like if I know I can't, read, comment I can't wait to read that shit. Well, I went online. I haven't seen anything yet. Mm. Uh, maybe we should be the first ones to talk about it. For reals. I uh, think I think it would have been cool if like other people like got to play these parts, right? Like I the, think so. Like yeah. the older woman who is right. who's, mm-hmm. who's manipulating the councilman, mm-hmm. and then and then you oh can. Oh my do god, the, you're right. Then, she can then you can just do the homunculus thing again. Yeah. 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 And then just. I, like, I love that you called yeah. it homunculus. We did too. Yeah. yeah. You know. No, I, I, yeah. Essentially, like sense. they're trying to pull off like a cloud atlas thing, right? Which gets yeah. to be problematic yeah. when you have yeah. a white yeah. actor trying yeah. to take oh, on shit, different ethnic qualities and different cultural backgrounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. There comes a time where it's just like you're applauding the actor because, you know, right. they have the talent to execute that. But there is a certain limit to which that is acceptable. Yeah. And right. when it's like a, such a culturally <laughs> like heavy specific story too. that's specific yeah. to the Chicano community, it does seem kind of weird and contentious to me that yeah. they're really just shoehorning Natalie Dormer in there. We could have the also, oh, oh, sorry, go for it. Uh, it the, here's the thing is like, it's like at, at that point, like you're kind of questioning what the priorities of this show are. Right. Are, are we exactly. here to tell a story or are we here to like be a show? Give Natalie Dormer no, it's, an it's just to hide. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, basically. It's just to <laughs> show you how many accents she can pull off. But right. she can um, only pull off half of them convincingly. You know what I mean? True. This is this messed Sorry. up. Sorry, no, no, no. I, I feel like this Sorry. is really messed up of me to say, but I almost feel like if she could have convincingly pulled off the Chicano, Chicano thing to me, I might have been a little more forgiving. Cause then right. I might've been like, well, you know what? Like she really put her heart and soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying right. to trans, I, I still would have been like, oh, this is uh, weird. Like, but, yeah. but the posturing and the weighing, you know, it just. Uh, right. I, maybe, it, they, maybe they gave her direction, be like, no, you, you never go full Chicano. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they should uh, so, have. Um, Ouch. All right, uh, really quick, we got to wrap this up. But uh, JPG, your your point was? My point was uh, we could have said something really important about, about uh, uh, Caucasian facing Hispanics. Right. Right? Mm. We could have. That, which is, that which is a thing. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Thing. Yep. And and the ability to hide it, to essentially hide in another culture and things like mm-hmm, that as well, mm-hmm. but still be true to your roots. And, and the role of privilege in that. There could have been something. I been still that. feel like they'd be like so it's so obvious though. <laughs> like right. now we're gonna talk about white way, passing Latinos, so that you yeah. shine. You see what I mean? Well, it's still right. like producers are like we save money from yeah. casting four people. Yeah. Right. And we make because we show we're okay. woke. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, well, we got to, uh, God, there's a lot of things, but like there's we got, lot, we got yeah. to move on. Yeah. There's a lot of things to unpack. Maybe we'll, you'll hear about it in the, uh, in our react video. Cause that's coming up. Um, just a really quick reminder, everybody. Um, if you do have Amazon prime, uh, do throw us a uh, sub it's free for you. And it gives us a little bit of a kickback. So um, if you do have Amazon prime, um, we'll probably put out like a tutorial to like show you how to, uh, sub to us for free, but yes, there's that. Also, we are moving on to our gaming discussion. So a few uh, trailers this week, um, uh, a few trailers dropped this week that uh, have got people like pretty excited. First of all, being the uh, Unreal 5 engine on the PS5. Did everybody see that? Yeah, it is looking really, really good. I mean, graphics wise, it's trying to like compete with PC Master Race. So it's... Right, right. Looking really good. Um, I'm hearing from people that they're going to kind of gatekeep the different tiers to which you can access that. I'm not sure about the truth in that. Anything you mean like, about that? like uh, ability to access that, uh, that technology? Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how this goes. But um, here, let me look this up. Talk amongst yourselves. Right. Um, as, uh, as far as the actual, like, um, mm. the trailer, it is beautiful. <laughs> I um like and everybody's been posting about it like um a lot of people who actually work in the game industry are posting about it because it's it's really exciting um just the way it's look, like the shader effects and like the the level of detail mm-hmm. um I I'm gonna say like I got heavy some heavy Tomb Raider vibes in in that mm-hmm. uh in that um that demo but <clears throat> I don't know well, it's who, just that who, whole third person about. following her from behind is like right. it's very Tomb Raider and like the uh the scaling walls and all that stuff yeah yeah but yeah it, it is it's a huge leap in tech and um right. i'm super excited about like what this 
holds in store for like the consoles coming up, mm. the next gen consoles. Well, it may not just be console exclusive too. Right. But, um, well, I, yeah, it's an yeah. Legend. Well, what I'm thinking, well, uh, what I'm seeing is that uh, people won't necessarily get all the modules that you'll have to essentially pay per developer for like whatever right. they've created, you right. know? So it might be in that way, but I mean, we're now in an age where graphics look better than ever and like everything is hyper realistic you know mm -hmm. so yeah it's officially a new age wonder if there's a day will come where like you can scan your face into the game and your the video game character can just put on your face oh the connect tried to do that for a little yeah bit. yeah it's yeah. not too far off honestly it's, yeah 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 no it gets to the point where it's really good though and so like when you play it, it's like Oh crap, it is me. Like <laughs> I personally uh, am waiting for like the running rigs. Oh, you, oh. Have, yeah. what, what what running rigs? So like a like a running rig, like so let's say like you're playing like a first person shooter. Right. Um then um they they're like three sixty rigs that you can like hook into yeah. from your hips. It's like and in Ready Player run. One. Yeah. yeah. And then you oh. can you yeah, so it's that that's ready player one sort of vibe. Activity, right. Yeah. Oh. I just and, I just wanna be the fittest gamer. <laughs> you know right? the like thing is like ribs. they've they, that technology has been around for a while i mean they mm -hmm. they were showcasing stuff like that at e3 like mm -hmm. um four years ago it's and it's it, the 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 cost the cost is going to always be the greatest barrier and oh. like with greater miniaturization and like um you know manufacturing stuff i mean eventually that's going to go down but like even with like regular just like vr um mm -hmm. there's a high barrier of cost for people to adopt so i'm i don't know yeah, and I think especially happens. especially with consoles, right? Right. Um, I always kind of view consoles as, as that's like the equalizer for everyone, right? Right. If you're building a PC, it's going to be absolutely beautiful, but there are sort of like financial barriers of entry with a PC, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, you have the benefit of getting to upgrade it later on and things like that as well. But consoles is just it. It a, a parent can go out and buy it, and it's exactly what the child needs. Right. And it's like, it's plug and play. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. You're like, and there's a little that, bit of troubleshooting with computers sometimes. Yeah. And, and having that sort of ease of use and then also getting, making sure that your, that your child is at the same, <clears throat> is at that same sort of level that everybody else is. Right. Um, I think it's really, really important. So that's why I try mm -hmm. to support consoles as much as I can. Yeah. That's what's made the Switch really popular too. Oh yeah. God, but it's I like love accessibility. Yeah. Right. Mm. And like that relatively low price tag i mean what is it going for now right uh, like the base model is it's, 250. base model is 200 towards 300 right. yeah. yeah oh that's... yeah because and they put out the switch light right which mm -hmm. yeah which means yeah you unfortunately can't connect it to your tv but right. i'm absolutely sure somebody's going to figure out a way around that of course like probably within <laughs> like the next year or so so yeah some third party is going to come up with something oh we're definitely going to figure it out somehow <laughs> um <laughs> right uh so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a pro on this next subject, but Animal Crossing talk show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. um, here, I'll present this. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, basically, Gary Witta, who is one of the co-writers uh, for Rogue One, and uh, he is himself a huge geek. Um, he started this in Animal Crossing live talk show that mimics the look and feel of a real light like live late night talk show right. um, except with real stars. So like Elijah Wood has gone on the show. T-Pain has gone on the show and performed <laughs> music live. And it's yes. hilarious. Danny because, Trejo. Like, yeah, Danny Trejo has <laughs> gone on right. there. You know, it's whoever owns Animal Crossing and actually can meet in the world uh, there for them. He grants them gifts, you know, and they just Although talk. Well, gaming. not necessarily. They do create mm -hmm. characters for people who they get on the show that doesn't oh. necessarily play. Like Greg Grunberg, uh, oh, didn't he, didn't, he didn't play, and it was one of his assistants who was controlling the uh, character. Mm -hmm. Oh, amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Then so, that, that enhances accessibility. Go ahead. It's like it's like a uh, like it's another verse. It's like a video tweet up. Basically, you have people come in and like you mm -hmm. know talk about. Uh, things on timelines and stuff. On their yeah, it, it's a great yeah. show. I, I liked it. The Elijah, uh, that was, it was cool because they invited the girl who uh, Elijah Wood visited the island. Mm -hmm. So right. they got her on the show and she was hanging out with Elijah Wood, Danny Trejo, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, Greg, 
Greg Grumberg, who for some of you guys don't know, he's like a friend of JJ Abrams. Mm-hmm. Um and he's a guy he was an X Wing pilot on He's uh, a Snap West oh, Snap uh, Wexler. Yeah. Yeah. Snap Wexler. Snap Wesley. Now Wexley. honestly, I, Wexley. yeah, Wexley. 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 Wow. Great name. Honestly, I think he was on there just so he can um so they can try to charm get JJ Abrams on the show. Because he did oh ask, he's like, God. hey man, can you tell you the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, Can you tell JJ that you had a great yeah. experience here and he come visit? What's so, funny? Yeah. Oh sorry, Jen, go, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say what's funny is when that happened. Mm-hmm. Some people in the chat, I might have been included in that, was like, <laughs> "Yeah, get JJ and um, uh, what's his name, uh, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson on oh my the God. on the show together." Funny right. thing, I was gonna piggyback off of that. So the reason why Elijah Wood was able to find this uh, random woman named Jessica, the, her high turnip prices to sell his turnips on their on their island, on island. Yeah. was because they were part of the same Ryan Johnson interest group. Oh, on she didn't realize uh, that he was also a fan in, of Ryan Johnson, like a oh, diehard wow. Ryan Johnson interest group. Elijah Wood is, and that's how they found each other. And then, that's, like, oh yeah, so then, like, essentially, Elijah Wood outed himself as like a Ryan <laughs> well, Johnson. He was like, and then he said, "Long live yeah. Ryan." Yeah, that's right. what he said. And every one of Jessica's uh, fans were also there going like, Ryan Johnson! Yeah, which is awkward oh. because now, so that whole room, that episode was full of like Ryan Johnson fans because of right. Jessica right. and Elijah Wood and <laughs> the whole thing. And then right. Greg Grunberg comes in and they're talking about JJ. So mm-hmm. we were already like, well, yeah, let's get them both on the show. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about this. And then one of the admin was like, hey guys, be respectful. <laughs> Try to like <laughs> actually kick that some like froze some people out oh because Whoa. they were talking about Both JJ Abrams. Oh, yeah. No. Here we go. <laughs> and piss you off and you're not a fan of either. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still drinking that bitter aid. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's if, funny if because like if I could ask for some clarifications. Right. Um, between Ryan Johnson and JJ Abrams, how were your thoughts about episode eight and nine? Just real brief. Dude, it was. <laughs> the, That's the whole episode, this dude. is what I will say. That's impossible. The, it's not the one brief. thing. Yeah. The one, the one uh, word, if to, just to like wrap it all up, is incongruous. That's that's what I will say. Fair. And um, and, and it sucks because like I've seen Ryan Johnson's previous films and I like them. It's just I don't know what I happened. heard. Knives Out is fantastic. Yeah. So maybe Brick he was great. Maybe Disney just had him tied up right. or something. You know, it's a like lot they got to sell those things. toys. Right, right. My word for it is mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Ryan Johnson version just because he was opening the Jedi lore up to other than the Skywalker and right. Palpatine. Yeah, like, and then, but, and then Which would have been just an, brought an, it back. like a uh, exciting way to go. But like, JJ brought it back because that was a studio thing. I, I Can we tell oh, yeah, them about sure. our analogy? Like the analogy I came up with for yeah, like, yeah, fashion? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I came up with this analogy. Everyone was like, well, you just didn't get The Last Jedi because you don't want them That's to right. subvert expectations, you know? It's actually really smart because there's subverting expectations. I said, listen, you and I are both fashion designers working a runway show with actual world-class designers around the entire world. And one of these designers shows up to the show and goes, you know what? I want to subvert expectations. I'm going to buy 99 cent store material clothing. I'm going to cut some holes in some jeans and put it on all my models. And I'm going to be this big splash because I subverted expectations. I use (laughs) cheap clothing, barely any labor in any time or thought. And I just send them out on the runway. And everyone is praising this designer for subverting expectations, not using, you know, traditional cloth or like spending a bunch of time because we all expected them to have like silk and, you know, like really good material and time. I'm not not completely disagreeing with you here, but it is still a subjective that you're saying that the material was trash though, because there are some people. Of course it's subjective, but this is, but this is, this is the analogy that I'm making. And I think Earl agrees with me. Right. Well, we talked, yeah, because we talked about this. Because we're like, because it can be done so much yeah. better and still subvert right. expectations. Well, yeah, the, sure. subverting ex- expectations is the easy part. Exactly. Um, yeah. ex- that's the easy part. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, we got to, uh, are we going to talk about ghosts really quick? Or are we going to wrap? Yes. So, um, okay. uh, ghost, of, ghost of, I keep on saying plural, but Ghost of Tsushima is, uh, is a game that's being put out by, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Square Enix. 
And um, Sucker Punch Productions is uh, the studio, and they just mm-hmm. dropped an 18-minute uh, gameplay trailer. So mm-hmm. it's um, it looks pretty badass. Uh, yeah. Has everybody seen it? Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't watched clips. the whole thing yet, but I can't wait. I don't want to like spoil too much for myself, but I do really want to play it. And it right. stars Daisuke Chuji. Yay. Who, Hope, hopefully he'll be here at some Cambodian point. Rock Band. Yeah, we want right. to get him on. I so. emailed him. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Uh-oh. laughs> no, no, he hasn't responded yet, but it's fine. He, he wants to be on the show. Um, but yeah, it, right now to me, it's looking like... Um, Red Dead in in Japan, and I think that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Or Witcher 3 in Japan. Or Witcher 3 in Japan. (laughs) Feudal era Japan. Oh my goodness. Uh, I I just have a, I have a rule that um, at any point, if there's a game who has an Asian facing protagonist, or I can change them to an Asian facing protagonist, protagonist, I will always buy the game. That's that's literally it, right? What about about an API facing um, uh, sidekick? <laughs> oh, oh, like playable like character I, though. Like I don't have all of the Tomb Raider games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I god, bought, that came I all the way them, back around. I bought them really really dead. on console and on Steam. Nice. <laughs> Jen wow. said, You're "Oh, it's got to be playable though." <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I'm, well, like he's playable in the first game. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, this looks super cool. Mm. Um, I've been waiting for this actually since they dropped um, like a trailer back in 2018 and it's mm-hmm. kind of cool that it's like finally seeing the light of day. So um, yeah, looks pretty awesome. Yeah. But I'm just real quick insertion though, like uh, going to off J- what JPG said, like it's interesting too. Like if, I don't know if you play Call of Duty, but there's uh, one of the characters you can play in Call of Duty is a Ronan. Asian guy. Yeah. And he's, yeah. But he's actually a real life special forces, like actually. Yeah based off the, a real the person actor? oh, oh, oh the no characters. he's actually based off a real yeah the, the right. character's based off a of real special forces i don't know how i feel American. with uh with a korean american being called ronin something <laughs> right. something decidedly japanese I don't, but but once again yeah get us, no, I, get us in there first and then I, we can fix it later i think that was <laughs> no, no, i think that was his, i think that was his call <laughs> sign when he was in sf and then or and or he and then he made it his company name from what I read, uh, so okay, it's an homage to his company's name, gotcha. the securities. Oh. Guy. If, if he chose his call sign when he was SF, right? That's my big yeah. question, right? Mm-hmm. Or did somebody assign it to him because all Asian people are the same? <laughs> right, they, right. they are, yeah, though. They all, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. And I think yeah, they're okay. all, yeah, the, all the stories background is different and how you get your call sign. So that I don't right. know. Well, um, <laughs> it looks super cool. Um, well, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I forgot to catch the date, but like, I'm sure it'll be dropping it's like soon. July 14th, I believe. July 14th. So it's mm-hmm. pretty. It's pretty quick. But uh, that brings us to the end of our episode. Yeah. I just want to give um, a big shout out to JPG Jason Patrick Gallet for being here. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us. Thank um, you. Hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk oh, to you a little more later. July seventeenth, it's gonna come. July seventeenth, my bad. Thank you. But um, thank you to everybody in the chat for uh, coming back and uh, chilling with us on our return episode from our break. Uh, again, we'll be here every Monday um, at eight PM on Twitch.tv/PanGeekery. Check out our um, our streams over the course of the week, um, and because uh, we're still going to be doing those, we're all coming back to all that stuff this week. Um, hit us up on all the socials, Instagram, um, Twitter, everything at Pangeekery. That's P-A-N-G-E-E-K-E-R-Y. Um, and thank you to the cast. Thank you to the crew. Thank you, JPG. Y'all have a good night. Bye, bye. everyone. Thanks for watching, bye, guys. Bye, 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 thank bye. You.